Vancouver in the blazing sun on the 9th of February, 61. And from the 10th of February through all May, it rained and poured all Welcome back to another episode of Whistler and Vancouver Places. We're going to keep telling you all about the fun, interesting places all around Whistler and Vancouver that you must not miss. We are sitting outside on a lovely Vancouver day, so if you do hear some background noise, that is why, because we are still out on Graham's deck, still doing some recording. Um, but as always, we have Graham, um, Graham and Dave, uh, <laughs> authors of Vancouver and Whistler Places that you must not miss. I combined the two names of the podcast and the Why books not? there. But yeah. uh, what are we going to talk about today, guys? What's the uh... Today we're going to talk about the old steam donkey. What What is that? <laughs> what is a steam donkey? Well, first, first let me begin. So it's from questions. the Whistler book. It's from the Whistler book, okay. uh, chapter 61. If you had at the beginning of this said, which one do you think? The bo- which where do you think this is from Whistler Vancouver I literally would have the old zero the old <laughs> the old steam the donkey old steam I, the Vancouver donkey. book has the new steam donkey I kind of thought yeah. it was right beside the steam clock so, maybe it was well, in the same area it, no 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 the steam donkey has nothing to do with the steam clock it's uh, but and it's not near the though. steam clock it's near Alice Lake Provincial Park oh yeah that's nowhere so the near first the thing steam you need clock. to know is where it is it's Alice Lake Provincial Park second thing you need to know is what is it. Did you know, Mike? <laughs> Absolutely not. I can tell you I didn't. That before they had, uh, were providing steam uh, or, or moving cars or trains by steam, uh-huh. the first thing they tried to do was to mechanize mules. <laughs> I don't understand it's how not that would true. work. Okay. <laughs> it's not a steam In my donkey. head, I was trying to see how that would work. You might think it's a steam donkey. It's the name of a piece of machinery used in forestry in the 20s, uh, 30s? What, what year are we talking about? It's not a steam Oh, mule. 1880s even. That, that far well, back, huh? It, it was invented in 1881 in Eureka, California. Well, I've been there. I've been to Eureka. Eureka. Yeah. I mean, it's got some really beautiful old houses that are preserved. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, E-U-R-E-K-A. Did they have a sign that's entering Eureka? Does it say, welcome to Eureka? Home of the steam donkey. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's also, steam donkey it's also um, an expression that if you, uh, an old-fashioned expression that, you know, in go. jubilation, you shout out when you discover, say, oh, Eureka! You know, yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's an expression. Yeah. You know, but it's a very old-fashioned expression. Right. I, I don't think I've heard anybody shout it out the, since 1960, you know. I wonder if that's what somebody said when they discovered the steam donkey. When they Eureka! Probably. <laughs> and that's where it's invented, Could in Eureka, be. California. Maybe yeah. they named the city after that's the probably donkey, what it was. really, because yeah. the guy invented it. Exactly. But it, it's, it's, a, it's a piece Eureka. of forestry equipment is what it is. It, is, it, it is a yeah. simple mobile power plant is wow. what it is, really. That sounds way more impressive than the name. It's actually really, you know, it, it's, it's, it, it was actually a revolutionary technological thing. Mm-hmm. It, it's kind of hard to imagine that. But basically, you put a steam engine on top of a sled on top of a wooden sled. Okay. And this enabled them to provide power. Uh, I mean, up, in t- up until this point, you really had steam engines that were on rails, right, the for, for trains, mm-hmm. or you had them on ships. The ability to get them into a forest was, uh, yeah, was inconceivable until yeah. the steam donkey was conceived. Right. And they thought, well, put this engine on a, on a sled, and then it had cables... You could use ropes, but they eventually used steel cables. And what they would do in order to move the, s- the steam donkey, you would have it, uh, you get it off the boat or you, you haul it by horse to the bottom of a, of a hill or, or the forest. You take the cable, you wrap the cable around a tree 100 and yards under away. Under its own power, it moves itself forwards. And then, uh, yeah, exactly. Huh. So and then you do it again and yeah. again until you get deeper and deeper into the forest. S- 
Yeah. yeah. So would it be involved? Uh, a tree is cut down uh, back then, probably by saws. It's hard to imagine forestry in the 1890s, 1880s, because yeah. you haven't got all of the mechanized equipment. But a massive Douglas fir falls. Now, you can't move that by human power. It's just too heavy. Nope. And even by horse. Yeah. Like, you could move up to a certain type of log. Right, but so no then, more. Then the steam donkey would be involved with. They would take some metal cables, wrap yeah. it around, fire the steam donkey up, and now we've got a, me- a mechanized way of moving this log from where it was cut. Yeah, but if you think of modern forestry, you know companies like Caterpillar and massive machinery is all hydraulic and sophisticated, brought in possibly by helicopter. I mean, back then, it was really crude, but it was the beginning of the modern age of forestry. Yeah, mechanized. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's a, it's like in terms of the forestry industry, it's a pivotal, you know, gra- game-changing now, piece of technology. Are, are some of the listeners at this point might be saying, "Why the hell are you talking about this? <laughs> <laughs> so what? Because there is an old one and a trail up there, right? Exactly. I mean, Dave. You finish off the episode and go, okay, yes. you can go see this thing. Yes, thank you for getting to the point. You can go and see this <laughs> thing. Dave's <laughs> been very good and, this episode, and, you know, getting us back on point. Here's the, here's the thing. It's also kind of interesting that I like about it is that it was abandoned there. There, there was a uh, guy, Dennis DeBeck, had a sawmill mm-hmm. up uh, near Alice uh, Lake Provincial Park in the 1940s, 1946 to 1966. And then uh, when they were done, they just left it there because hmm. it's a real pain in the ass to drag it out. I mean, it was hard to get it there in the first place, mm-hmm. and then when you're done with it, uh, it was just abandoned. So it's yeah. an abandoned piece of technology, and I think that's kind of neat because normally you have to go to a museum, right, to see these things. There's no sign on it. There's no interpretive plaque. It's just this old abandoned piece of technology, and it's, it's just raw, natural, honest Leftover bit of it's kind of like if you technology. didn't know, like, is it hard to find? Where do you, you, you park? And it's all described in the book. What yep. chapter? It is uh, chapter sixty-one. It's all described in the book how to get there, where to park, and all that. But is how far from the road would it be a hike from the parking lot? It's uh, I think it was three days. <laughs> <laughs> it's a four-day hike in over Got the mountains. <laughs> you 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 turn off the highway, the Sea of Sky Highway at Alice Lake Provincial Park. You, enter the park, you drive past the first parking lot into the second parking okay. lot, you look for the sign that says Debex Hill Trail. Debex, named after the guy that's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and you follow Debex Hill Trail. It's not that far of a trail, but it has a fairly steep incline. Like, you'll feel it in the thighs. Mm-hmm. And so when you get there, there's no interpretive sign. There's just a p- I hate to say it. You just I walk seen the up picture the trail. The book. You just walk it's kind up. of a piece of junk in the trail. <laughs> kind of looks like a piece of junk. And if you didn't know how important its significance, you might just keep on walking. Yeah, it's just at the side of the trail, but you have to. It takes, I think, about a half hour. Half an hour. Uh, walk up, or maybe that was a half hour up and down. Well, in I a future remember. episode, it depends on how how fast you go uphill. We'll talk about the train wreck at Whistler in the future episode. We haven't talked about that yeah, one yet. And that's kind of the same thing, like the, some stuff left in the forest that has got a really interesting yeah. story. Yeah. And you might see little bits of steel cable lying around as before well. Before you get to the steam donkey. But before you get to the steam donkey, that's a little bit of a hint that you're on the right path. But just keep going. It gets. Towards the top of the hill. Yep. It's like 90% of the way to the top of the hill. And then uh, on your right-hand side, there's this old kind of, looks like a shed. And there's bits of metal in there. And uh, Dave jokes me about this, that it's really difficult to photograph. <laughs> great, poor Graham had to take a photo of it for the book. And we've got a great photo editor in Germany. And it was slightly out of focus. And so you had to go back and take another <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> I photographed it and photographed it. Well, you got the perfect shot in the end. It was worth it. You got a beautiful shot of it in the end. Submitted and submitted, yeah. and I'm like, I don't get it. But it is a little bit of a challenge to photograph for a book because 
it's a trail in a forest. The lighting's not good. It's surrounded by trees. Yeah, so yep. you've got trees, and the sun kind of peeks through, but you get lots of dark shadows. Um, and then you've got this uh, wooden shed thing with bits of metal at the side. You know, it kind of blends into the shadows mm-hmm. uh, quite a bit. But it's kind of it's cool. I thought it was it was, it was pretty cool. How did you come? How did you find out about this one? I'm assuming this. You know, was yours I think I just heard about it. People go hiking and they say, yeah. "Oh, you know about the old steam donkey." It's kind. Of, I think it's kind of fun. I mean, hiking is great, but I like to hike I and totally see agree. something. A destination. The hike yeah. is more worthwhile when you're going for a reason. You go see it, then you turn around and go back. And particularly like the train wreck. I can't wait to talk about that in another episode. But that's an easy, that's an easy 10, 15-minute hike. Yeah, the, the this Parkhurst is half an hour. Ghost Town, similar Yeah, thing. we'll talk about right. the Parkhurst Ghost Town. But you see there's like an old car, there's an old can, there's an old shed. Yeah. I like, I like to sort of cool. look cool. for something that's on the trail. And mm-hmm. it's kind of neat to think that... Uh, Nobody moved it there and said this would be a cool thing on a trail. Yeah, they just left it there. Imagine and then a if trail someone tried to, to do that nowadays. Yep. You know, someone just like, "Hey, we're just going to leave this piece of machinery and never come back." Uh, <laughs> Environmentalists <laughs> would not uh, allow that to happen. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing I think is kind of neat about it is that you go on this. You're kind of an environmentalist. You're outdoors. You're walking in the woods. You're digging nature and taking it all in. But 70 years ago, this was a, a work site. Mm-hmm. There was industry happening there, and I think that's kind of uh, interesting as well because it was industry, and now it's uh, scenery. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and at the time, um, or shortly before Debeck started his thing, the 1920s in B.C., one out of ten people in the province were in the logging industry. Yep. Wow. Yep. And that's in huge. 1930, the value of production uh, of lumber in B.C. was $100 million dollars. In the 30s? That's a lot of money back it's then. That's like, it's like, like billions money, nowadays, yeah. yeah if you're doing so this the, was a really map, important yeah. industry yeah. for yeah. the province. And there's probably steam donkeys abandoned all over the place. Yeah. But I don't think there's any map of them huh. anywhere. Someone else can do that. Uh, Someone else can make a map of all the steam donkeys well, around Well, uh, you know, a listener might decide that this would be a great thing to do. Start start here and then, then map the rest. That's a real... That's Yeah, that's what we need is more... We need all the steam donkeys mapped in the in the province. Yeah. Okay, I got a couple other thi- interesting things for you. Okay. Um, if you live in California, maybe not Eureka, but if you're near Anaheim, you can go to the uh, Disney Adventure Park there and take the Grizzly River Run, and you will see a steam donkey. Oh, oh cool. Oh, cool. Yeah. Fun okay. To oh, keep yeah. your yeah. eyes, eyes people, peeled. People have done that probably. If you don't want to do the hike... Yeah. You could just, just go, go to, to Disneyland. Disney, <laughs> and you can see one there. But if you want to see a functioning one, the only commercially operating steam donkey in North America is in Port Alberni. Huh. It's there at, you go. At I the, never uh, would have guessed that there was an operating one around. At the McLean Mill National Historic Site. Where is Port Alberni exactly? So it's it's uh, it's an important thing, the old steam donkey. Yep. And you can see one. <laughs> Thanks, Grandpa. Right here <laughs> at Owls Lake Provincial Park. <laughs> so do we have any final thoughts, Dave? What are your final thoughts? Well, I think a lot of the early market. days of Whistler, it opened up, you know, we the book goes into talking about uh, tourism in the Rainbow Lodge and what, Myr- Myrtle Phillips, is that her yeah, name and yeah. all? But, but forestry was a big part of it, too. I yeah. mean, you know, the, the Douglas firs and the trees were massive, unlike anywhere yeah. else in the world, you know. And I just find it fascinating that um, the what we consider crude mechanisms 
back then were the most modern machines that were probably shown off at the World's Fair and stuff. And look at this, you know. And you look at it now and you go, oh, my goodness, that's so crude. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just thinking of the machines of today, 100 years from now, what forestry is going to look like. It'll change again, you know. It'll mm. make these massive m machines that they use look crude. I can't imagine what it will be. Yeah. Maybe trees will be grown in farms, you know, just rows and rows of them, the way we grow asparagus. But British Columbia is an amazing province, but forestry has played a huge role in it, and the steam donkey would have been part of that role. Yeah. yeah. yeah and it's, in, it's, I always find it interesting when you do come across these, like, indications. Like, sometimes if you're out hiking, you'll see, like, the old first growth uh, trees with, like, little, like, right. cuts in them. Yeah. And you kind of get a reminder of, like, yeah. oh, logging was such a big thing. You were saying it was one in ten people. It was worth hundreds of millions. It's obviously not as big now as other things that have come in. But it's interesting when you're out and you're in the forest and you can get to see these little, like, relics and yeah. this kind of throwback yeah. past. Yeah. Yeah. Steam Donkey would be one of the really good relics that's worth worth taking the half-hour hike to. Yeah. Graham, what's yeah. your final thoughts? You're, you're the expert on the Steam Donkey. Yeah, but, you know, I didn't prepare any final thoughts. He's the Donkey oh. Meister. So I'm just going to say Eureka. And Eureka! Eureka, and go see the old Steam Donkey. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to reiterate where it is? Because I can't remember, other than Alice Lake. Alice Lake Provincial Park. Yep. Uh, it's, about, well, it's about 40 kilometers south of Whistler, would you say? A little bit north of Yeah, uh, just, a just a tiny bit north of Squamish. And uh, you look for the turnoff to Alice Lake Provincial Park, and uh, you go past the first parking lot. And into the second parking lot, and, look and then the you're on the road to the, the Steam Donkey Dex Hill Trail. The old Steam the Donkey. The old Steam Donkey. How many times do you think we can say Steam Donkey before this episode's over? <laughs> I have no final thoughts on this one. I just, other than the fact, that, actually, I just, just head up to Alice head head up to Alice Lake. It's a beautiful lake too, by the it's way. It's a beautiful Take lake. A it's a, it's a great a place thought. to stop on the way. Yeah, great place to just go and hang out for the weekend and stuff like that. It does get very busy in the summer, so I do recommend getting there early. But yeah, if you want to, if you're driving up to Whistler, driving back, just. Take a get out, stretch your legs, go see a steam donkey. It's a beautiful, uh, it's a beautiful spot to do it. So, um, go and do that. Make sure you let us know what you think about the steam donkey. So go to our Facebook page. Tell us what you want. Tell us what your thoughts on the steam donkey are. Tell us where the other steam donkeys are. Tell us where all the steam donkeys are in the province. Uh, but make sure you come back next week and tell, and we'll keep telling you more interesting places in and around Whistler and Vancouver that you must not miss. Thanks. We'll see you next time.